Hello, and welcome back to the Brooklyn Beat Podcast. I'm Justin Worsley. With me, as always, is Nick Benyoris, and we are going to talk about Des Bryant. As you guys all know by now, Des Bryant was cut by the Cowboys over the weekend, and he is now looking for a new home. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts on Dallas cutting Des? Uh, I, I get it. I get it in their point of view. You know, um, the last couple of years have been kind of tough on, on Des, and, you know... He's he struggled. Uh, I think some of it is on him. Some of it isn't. Uh, I don't think Dak is a great downfield passer. Um, so I don't think that helps Dez, who's, you know, uh, his, his strengths are being physical and aggressive and, you know, going up and getting bowls and stuff like that. So, you know, you got Dak who's kind of throwing wobblers down the field and stuff like that and they're inaccurate. And, you know, he's not really playing best strengths. You know, it kind of um, – it kind of – puts a damper on, on his production. So, you know, there's that. And then, you know, a lot of people have said that he's um, he's always in the reputation of being difficult in the locker room. And, I mean, I, I to be honest, I mean, I, I kind of believe that. But some people, uh, oh, I'm not going to name, um, feel like it's overblown and this and that. And, listen, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, like, basically what it comes down to is that you know, when, at some point when you get a perception about something, sometimes, you know, it is reality. I, I, I'm not saying he's the worst teammate ever, but I don't think he's the easiest guy in a locker room to get, you know, to get along with and stuff too. Uh, so I, I don't I don't think that helped him at all. Like, I, I think that was that was kind of a hang-up too. Gun to your head, is Des Bryant an asshole? <laughs> um, he's dickish. Uh, I think I definitely think he's dickish. You know, um, his dick tendencies. I, I, I don't know. Listen, you know what it is. Like I, I, at the end of the day, you know, we, we can't really sit here and talk about a lot of these guys uh, as guys because you know there's, there's a ton of stuff that they do that they they're all involved in charities, which is a nice thing, you know. But there's benefits to them for that too, obviously, and stuff. You know, like and the way they interact with fans and this and that and stuff like that. But you know, I, I remember I remember we talked about this a long time ago when it happened. I think it was in Detroit when. Um, when he went nuts on the sidelines because oh, yeah. uh, I was open stuff. And, like, I, I just remember people arguing about it. and like, oh, you know, like, when Tom Brady does it, it's okay. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, listen, honestly, like, I don't really like anybody doing that, to be honest. But I understand the heat of the moment it kind of happens. But I feel differently about quarterbacks reacting to that, you know. like, And at, at some point, it got pushed over into a race issue, which is even crazier because, honestly, like, if Cam Newton did it, I wouldn't really give a shit. So – um, it's just, you know, quarterbacks, they're supposed to be your leaders. You gotta, you're supposed to follow them. Like, they're the ones supposed to take charge of things. Like, pay Manning used to yell people on the sidelines all the time. Like, you know, it's fine. Like, I mean, Eli Manning's one of the few people who just kind of, you know, sits there and hangs his head and uh, whatever. And, you know, we'll go out and don't touch on that towards. But, like, I, I always remember that about Dak. And, like, people were like, oh, you know, he just wants to win. Like, all right, I, I'm, I don't question that. I, I, don't, I don't think any player out there enjoys losing. I mean, if you enjoy losing, I don't think you're in the right business anyway. But, you know, just the whole, like, I hate receivers waving their hands and doing that. Like, Plax used to do that to Eli sometimes, too, and Shockey did it, and they got rid of him. And so it's just like, yo, what are you doing? I remember uh, Des Bryant's rookie season. I can't remember which receiver it was, but um, one of the veteran receivers gave his pass to uh, carry back to the practice room after, pra- after uh, practice for the day, and Des is like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So I, I, I don't know. Like, the, the rookie stuff, oh, I'm not big on, like, the hazing kind of stuff anyway. I mean, I get, like, you know, to a degree, like, 
all right, you're the rookie, you got to go buy the donuts or whatever. All right, whatever. Like, go get donuts, bro. Like, it's not that hard. You know, like, but, you know, when it comes to stuff like carrying my pads and this and that, and it's like, you know, also, like, I, I wish I had a full description of people doing it because it's like, you know, Dez was a first-round pick. You know, he was a talented receiver who came out. Probably goes higher if he's not, you know, troubled at uh, Oklahoma State, other cases. You know, like, some special teams wide receiver tell him to carry his pads because he's been in the league for four years. Like, Bro, get out of here. Go go sit down somewhere. Like, I make more money than you. I'm more talented than you. I'm, I'm going to have a bigger impact in the NFL than you. You're going to ask me to carry a pad because you would draft three years before me. Like, shut up. I just remember who it was. Who it was, was it? Uh, Roy Williams. Oh, another clown. <laughs> the Bro, receiver, not the same thing. Why, why did that? guys. Like, it's, you know, it's, it, it, that's another one. Roy Williams. He had, he had like, uh, he was one of the, the Detroit just kept drafting receiver. Who Mike Williams. Crazy? My, oh, Charles man, Rogers. Calvin Johnson, you can't get mad. That guy was awesome. Won me a fantasy title, too, so I you gotta appreciate that. Yeah, um, four times with the time, though. What did they four wide receivers in the first round? Yeah, they had Charles, Charles Rogers, Rogers, Mike they Williams, had, uh, Mike Williams, Megatron, Rory Williams, uh, and Megatron. <laughs> I, I, did, I just remember them saying, well, Mike Williams was like, they're not gonna take him, are they? And they're like, yeah, no, yeah, we're, no, yeah, we're gonna do that. We're, that's that's gonna happen. for the year, too. It's crazy. Yeah, he didn't play football for a whole year. Uh, and he put on weight. Ooh, man, Detroit's got a lot of them. Um, do you think Des Bryant is good enough to warrant fans leaving the Cowboys for cutting him? Say that one more time. Do you think Des Bryant is a good enough player to warrant fans of the Cowboys abandoning their team for his release? Or because he was released. Oh, I mean, here's my thing with that. I, you know, I know a lot of people who like players who are just they just like players. So it's not necessarily how good or bad they are. So if you feel like you have an emotional attachment to, to guys, like, you know, you, I, I know there was one guy who who named his um, I think his PlayStation name was his gamer tag after him. Like, I get it. You know, like people are passionate about this. Some guys, like, I mean, that's kind of me with Eli. Like, I, I probably wouldn't abandon them without him, but. You know, I, I I get the emotional attachment uh, to certain guys, so I, I would never say that he wasn't good enough to warrant that. I will say though that I feel like he didn't do enough to get that kind of uh, I guess appreciation. Like with me with Eli, like yeah, you know, he's got his follies and whatever, you know, bad games and this and that. Like the guy, the guy won two Super Bowls for the Giants, and it was only two Super Bowls that I'm. I remember because I was seven months old when they won their second Super Bowl. Obviously, I wasn't alive when they won the first one. So, obviously, I'm going to have some, you know, sort of emotional attachment to, to Eli. So, I will say this, like, what do you play with the Cowboys? Seven years? Eight years. Like, he didn't even have, like, like – uh, Eight years. Right, Nick, you there? Yeah. I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. No, I just like I, it's just something I don't know. There's just some guys that I can't understand where you get the emotional attachment from because I feel like they have needed to they needed to have accomplished something worthwhile to have this you know attachment to. It's like what, what did that, as a cowboy, what did does do the last eight years that really really stood out to you or, or, or like something that that made you like really attached to them? Like what you catch some touchdowns in October or something like that? Like well, uh, they, 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 they won one what two playoff games in this tenure there one. I think one. 
Romo won two. He won one in 09 and does a draft in what, 2010? He was drafted in 2010, yeah. All right, so yeah, he won one playoff game while he was there. And honestly, they shouldn't even won that playoff game. Although I know Cowboys fans listening to this is going to say, well, we should win the next one. Yeah, 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 shut up. So, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really get that, but I guess each are wrong. All right, uh, let's do a little lightning round. Five teams that Des Bryant can end up with. Oh, uh, Green Bay. Um, I want to say Cincinnati because they love troublemakers, but no, 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 not Cincinnati. Um, uh, I guess Baltimore because they have the need for wide receiver, but I feel like the Crabtree there, I don't know. I mean, they could sign John Brown to I guess I'll say Baltimore. I don't see it. Um, trying to think who else. I don't want to say this. You know you know what I'm talking about, too. But uh, the Giants cut Marshall today. And um, uh, Dez is very uh, committed to, to staying in the NFC East. So I guess I'd list the Giants one, although I, I personally hope that that's not a reality. Um, I wouldn't list the other two NFC East teams. I just don't see the fits there. Uh, I'm trying to think of where else. Um I don't know. It's it's tough. It, it's hard to find place for him because I'll give like, you mine. oh Houston. Sorry, Houston's another one. I got four. What else you got? Uh, I agree with Green Bay, Baltimore. I would say number three would be Houston. I would put Indy at four, and the Giants at five. I mean, the, the need is there for the Giants now, but the question is, do they want to commit that cap space to him, or do they want to maybe look at the offensive line a little bit more, work on the extension for... Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's the other thing with me. Like, you know, Marshall's on the contract already, so whatever, he's gone, fine. If you bring him Des, you pay him like $10, $11 million, and you got Beckham there, who's clearly a superior player now, and I'm going to be honest with you, always has been. Always has been, um, yeah. uh, you, You're going to pay him that money, then you can tell him next year, like, oh, we don't have the money to pay you, or we don't want to pay you X amount of money. Like, you're going you're gonna to pay that guy who's never done any of your organization... Whatever, say ten million, which is probably a lot. But uh, you're paying ten million. You're not willing to pay Odell Beckham Jr. eighteen, who's an All Pro for you. Like, I don't really, I don't really get that part. So, and not even that. Yeah. They have to worry about Landon Collins too. What happened? They have to worry about Landon Collins also. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the other thing about spending money. Like, I don't want to spend money. Like this year, the only person they really, really paid this year was a uh, Solder. I mean, he probably overpaid him a little bit, but. At least you got a position of need, and I don't have to watch our uh, fly-off left tackle ever again. So, you know, it's you know it was a good move. Um, but, yeah, I feel like you can't get – I mean, I guess it was a one-year deal. It's not that big a deal. But my thing is, is like, where are the Giants going to? Because, you know, I look at the Giants, and I don't, I'm not, I don't see a championship contender. You know, like, so my thing is, what are you going to get Dez to, to be a nine-win team instead of an eight-win team? I don't know. Like, I, I just – I don't see the need. I don't see uh, the impact. Like I just, I don't. I don't see the point of it. Um, on top of that, the, the Giants only have twenty-seven million in cap space next year too. So they're not done with their roster purging. I mean, you know, that's part of the reason why I'm kind of you know, pushing the quarterback because you know, I, I love Eli. Nobody loves Eli more than me. Maybe his wife. Um, I hope. Uh, that's, that's the but. Yeah, debatable. Um, but, like, my thing is, is, like, you know, he's getting up there in years. And, you know, like with Des, Des got cut because he really wasn't worth the money anymore. And, I mean, at some point, Eli's not going to be worth $20 million anymore. You know, like, no matter what happens, I mean, listen, you know, I, I don't think he got a real fair shake last year. Um, 
you know, his old line's been dead for years, so that's just been something he's been dealing with. But then he literally, in one game, literally lost his entire receiving core. They had to go out and sign guys off the street. I don't know what Tavares King and uh, I don't know, I forgot who the other guy was that, that they signed. I don't know what they, they were doing that, that Sunday, but they literally got a call Monday morning and said, hey, you want to play wide receiver in the NFL? And they're like, yeah, okay. And they showed up for the game on Sunday. So, you know, I don't think it's fair to say that Eli is, you know, who he was last year. He's not who he was five years ago either. So, I mean, that's fair too. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Eli's getting there. He's on the back nine. You know, like, and I mean, my thing is, like, his contract, I think his contract is up next year. But how many years he has left? You know, like, it's, you know, so that's why if you go out and get a rookie quarterback, you know, you can pay Beckham. You can pay Collins while you're paying a rookie quarterback, you know, rookie quarterback money, which, you know. Pays the dollar now. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. Look at Philadelphia. Look at the Rams. Look at what the Seahawks did Russell Wilson. I mean, that's the new model with the NFL. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, it's funny because um, if you think about it, well, Philadelphia is a weird case because you know they had Wentz and they were able to go out and spend a ton of money on talent, which is great. You know, those super smart of them. You know, they went out and got a bunch of guys that you know that put around them. The funny thing with Seattle is that. Seattle was super successful with their rookie quarterback, who was getting paid even less than the average rookie quarterback because he was a third-round pick. And there's not a lot of those guys who come in as rookies and start. So yeah. Dallas kind of has you know advantage too. But what ended up happening was, you know, they had a rookie quarterback who was getting paid nothing. I think he got paid like six, seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, like, and they just went out and just loaded up. I mean, they were getting. Uh, they got Percy Harvin. They got uh, Michael Bennett during, the, during those times. Like they were adding, you know, they, yeah, they were adding all these guys, and they were able to do it because they didn't have to pay their quarterback twenty five million dollars. But at some point, his contract came up. They had to pay Russell Wilson twenty seven million dollars, and you know the Seahawks started falling apart. And it's not Russell Wilson's fault, you know. Like Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson deserves the money that he gets. He, he's worth it, you know. Like quarterbacks aren't easy to find, so when you find one, you pay him, but. It's it's not easy to win championships when your quarterbacks are getting paid a lot of money. Not because they're not playing well enough, but the, it's hard to put as much talent around them. That's why drafting is so important. And not even just that, they had to pay Richard Sherman, they paid Chancellor, they had to pay Earl Thomas, uh, Bobby Wagner. I mean, all the talented players came at the same time. They all had to get paid at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you know what? And you know, they, they got the shovel out of it, so you're not going to claim that much and stuff, but. You know, at some point, the you know the, the money dries up and runs out, and you got to pay certain guys, and you got to make hard decisions. You know, like this Peace. year, they basically we got rid of Sherman, who you know maybe because his mouth, maybe because his play, whatever the case is, but he was really the you know he was the the I feel like he was the emblem of the Legion of Boom. Oh yeah, um, I obviously he was the best player, but because uh, I, I I I'd probably argue Earl Thomas was just as good a safety as he was a cornerback, um, but you know he was the you know the ringleader of the group and you know he was the most marketable guy and and you know you know they ended up cutting him and now he's in san francisco and you know uh, who knows cam might be next earl thomas has i think a year left or whatever the case is and you know they had the thing with dallas and you know so you know money runs out and, and you just try to figure out what you're supposed to do yeah all right, guys, that's all the time we have today. Uh, we will be podcasting live during the draft next week, so be sure to check us out on Thursday, uh, and we will see you guys then. Take care, guys.